Good day and welcome to Thought for the Day on the 1st of August 2022. Hey, can you believe it's August already? We'll soon be thinking about Christmas carols and Christmas. Anyway, today we're in Acts 19 in the McShane reading plan and we've come across an interesting and controversial episode. It's chapter 19, Paul's in Ephesus. He comes across some, some uh, non-Jewish people, Gentiles, people who represent the end of the earth, if you like, as the gospel is reaching into the wider Roman world. And, and uh, uh, he asks if they've been baptised in the Holy Spirit. Their response is, no, they haven't. And he asks, Who's, how were you baptised? I said, we were baptised in John, under John. And, and then Paul explains that that was, that was a, a pre-Jesus baptism. He demonstrated that people getting ready for God in repentance towards God. Whereas Christian baptism is a demonstration, is a physical, a visual demonstration of conversion, of dying to ourselves, being put in water, and of being raised to life, being brought out of the water. Christian baptism is very different to the baptism that John was doing before Jesus came. Jesus' baptism supersedes it. Anyhow, uh, uh, eventually, I mean, he, he, he baptizes them and they, I think they pray for them. And we're told that the Holy Spirit comes upon them and that they speak in tongues. Now, there's the controversy. So you get, you become a believer, you get baptized in water, and then you get baptized in the Spirit and you start speaking in tongues. Yeah? Well, not so fast, okay? Because this is where the controversy is. Because the church is a big, it's a big institution and it's across the world. And theologians uh, differ on this perspective. Uh, there's, there's essentially three different ways of looking at what we call the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I've got three or four minutes to try and go through that with you. And you can decide where you sit on that. Uh, so look, uh, let me start with the Pentecostal position that, that I've just suggested. That is that you get baptized, sorry, you get converted by believing in Jesus. You get baptized by putting him in putting water. And you get baptized in the Holy Spirit when the Spirit comes upon you. Although that can happen before water baptism or after water baptism. Whenever it happens, it's a subsequent experience and it's always followed by speaking in tongues. And it dates back to the Welsh Revival days and it suggested that without this, uh, there's a lack in our sanctification. And so Pentecostals emphasize the need for a post conversion experience which is which which is followed by speaking in tongues and and there's episodes and the four episodes in acts that they draw upon are chapter 2 chapter 8 chapter 10 chapter 19 chapter 2 were when the 120 all uh, speak in tongues after being filled with the spirit chapter 8 when when uh, the samaritans speak in tongues chapter 10 when peter goes to the cornelius's house and the gentiles speak in tongues and chapter 19 uh, uh, when Paul encounters these um, Ephesus uh, uh, who speak in tongues and so it's argued conversion water baptism spirit baptism tongues but well, here's okay so to that 
Here's an alternative view, the charismatics as opposed to the Pentecostals follow a very similar line to Pentecostals, except they argue that, yes, it's, it's conversion, water baptism, spirit baptism. Again, spirit baptism can happen before water baptism, but there doesn't need to be tongues. The tongues are just one of the many gifts of the spirit that the charismatics emphasize. And therefore, you can be baptized in the spirit and you should expect to be baptized in the spirit post-conversion, but you may not speak in tongues. And so it's a, it's a slight uh, uh, differential on the Pentecostals. So you've got the Pentecostals, you've got the Charismatics, and the last one, I'm just being quick, is what's sometimes referred to as the evangelical position, but that's a bizarre thing to say, and it, it reveals some ignorance. Because anyone of any church or any movement who believes in Jesus and preaches Jesus uh, and emphasizes the Bible as God's truth is an evangelical church. So Pentecostal is an evangelical church. A charismatic is an evangelical. Okay, so it, the, the title doesn't help, but some people refer to it as the evangelical view. Uh, I, I prefer to refer to it as the more conservative view. Uh, and that view, where uh, traditionally Reformed churches hold to this, Anglican churches, uh, uh, Reformed Baptist churches in the UK, um, and other churches anyway but this view maintains something very different to the pentecostals and the charismatics in that they argue no person gets baptized in the spirit at conversion and that there's a lot of emphasis in the new testament paul says no one can say jesus is lord without the spirit in corinthians it talks about we've been baptized by one spirit into the body of christ and so so conservatives argue, no, baptism is something that occurs at conversion, baptism of the spirit. And water baptism follows, always follows conversion, and which is simultaneously the baptism of the spirit, when the spirit comes upon us. John 3, when Jesus says, you have to be born again, you have to have the spirit to be converted. And they argue that those four instances in, in, four instances in Acts 2, 8, 10 and 19, aren't giving examples of what conversion looks like you get converted you get water baptized you get spirit baptized you speak in tongues although that happened in those instances the argument is these are specific instances instances that demonstrated that the gospel was going from the jewish world into the whole world just as acts begins and says that you shall be my witnesses starting in jerusalem then judea and samaria and the other parts of the world so they argue these episodes in, in Acts 2, 8, 10 and 19 are demonstrating to the church, the church in Acts, that they should accept, first of all, they should accept the Samaritans, Acts 8, as Christians because they spoke in tongues. In Acts 10, that they should accept the Gentiles because they into the church because they spoke in tongues. And in Acts 19, that they should welcome the ends of the, ends of the world into the church because they spoke in tongues. And so... The conservative position argues that these are key turning points in the history of the church and these these baptisms followed by speaking in tongues were, were, were basically to prove to the church, the Jewish church, that, they, that the Gentiles were coming to faith and they should accept them in faith. They weren't setting a precedent for how subsequent conversions would occur, but they were merely demonstrating the move of the Spirit. And so I've got to finish this, my time is up. So the three views, the Pentecostals, you believe 
You get baptized in water, baptized in the spirit, and you speak in tongues. The charismatics, the last part is different. You don't have to speak in tongues. And the, and the conservative position, that, that there's no such thing as the post-conversion baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now, they may still believe in the gifts, but not in a baptism of the Spirit followed by tongues or otherwise. You decide. Uh, uh, we can talk about this if you're local and may God open your eyes. But look, there's at least those three different views. We don't fall out over it. We're gracious with one another about it. We, we you know, and, and we, you know, we hold to our positions and explore other positions and we don't rubbish them. And we allow that the Bible isn't always that clear. God bless you. Join us tomorrow.